Good adventures, everybody. I'm Melissa Bontek, and welcome to the 100th episode of Books Cubed. I am so excited to have you joining us today. I am joined by my sometimes co-host, Terry M. Kalika, and she is going to introduce our special guest today. Okay, our special guest today is Mariah Sinclair. And uh, I am just so excited. I've always wanted to meet her. And she has a nickname, I think, the Cozy Mystery Cover Lady. And uh, But that's not all she does. But she is the best cover artist around. And uh, I have tried several times to get some of her pre-mades. And someone always beats me out. So um, I am, I'm very excited to have you here. And let's just start off by saying, how long have you been doing this? And how did you get into this, Mariah? Yeah, uh, I have been officially doing book covers since, um, well, I, I hung my shingle out on my door for book covers, January, 2017. However, I started uh, playing around with book covers the year previous, just kind of on the side, wanted to see if it was a good fit. I've had a um, a lot of failed businesses. And so I kind of just tipped my toe in a little bit and checked out the market, made sure there was enough room for another cover designer before I jumped in completely. Prior to that, um, I did a lot of different careers in the early aughts. And um, before that, I was a graphic designer though, and I worked for a magazine. And when I was 28, I left that and wanted to try other careers, which was a big mistake. <laughs> and then came back, settled back home in 2017 to book cover design. And I'm really, really happy I did. Like it's, this has been beyond fulfilling, uh, beyond fulfilling. Um, and, yeah, and, I'm, and successful. I'm, like, that's also good. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. And I'm always excited when I see a good cover designer. Uh, the one thing that makes me absolutely nuts, I spend a lot of my time looking for books to read for authors to interview on the show here. Yeah. And I've kind of gotten to the point where I have people recommend books because so often the covers, I can't get past the covers. There's just so, so many bad covers. And it's really, it's a shame because there's so many good books out there that have bad covers. Mm -hmm. So what, what makes a good cover? The first thing a, a cover really needs to do is to represent the, the genre of the story and the tone of the story accurately. The thing is, is like readers know what books they like to read. There are a few readers that will read anything, but that's actually a rarity, right? You, yeah, you sound like one of those that any book comes your way that seems interesting. You don't care what genre it is, just as long as it's a good read. And a lot of those people become authors. But when you look at the bulk of readers who, who don't write, they just enjoy reading. For the most part, they've niched into a couple of different genres that they love reading especially your super fans. Those people are genre addicts, if you will. Your cover, you want to attract those super fans. So your cover is bait to attract them. So it needs to clearly show what genre it is. No guessing. So that reader who's going to love that book, it sparkles and they see it and they grab it. 
So that's the main thing. Then there's just overall quality. Your, your quality of your book cover will help, um, will help imply quality on the inside, that it's been edited, that it's been de well-developed, that it's interesting. So just having a high quality cover is, is a way of showing that there's quality on the inside. It's your, it's your handshake. It's your, you know, like I, I, in one of my presentations, I say, would you wear pajamas to a job interview? It's your one chance and you wouldn't wear pajamas to a job interview unless it's Zoom and you're dressed up from the half yeah. up. But <laughs> pre-pandemic, you would never think about dressing and wearing your workout clothes to a job interview or your pajamas. Having a good cover is like wearing a suit, being professionally dressed for your interview with a potential reader. Well, I have a question. Um, I know that you, <clears throat> excuse me, you do uh, custom covers and you do pre-mades. Uh, mm -hmm. Which do you prefer from um, the artist's point of view? <laughs> pre-mades? Uh <laughs> <laughs> why is that? I love your pre-mades, but why is that? Oh gosh, pre-mades to me are magical. Um, first off, a, a pre-made doesn't have like any compromise with it, where when I'm working with an author on a custom, there is their, the, it is their vision. It is their story. It is their title. You know, I'm working within their confines of whatever, whatever story they've written with a pre-made, the concept came out of my head. So I'm in sense, both the client and the designer, mm -hmm. if I can't find, like, let's say I have a great idea for something that involves like a cute vampire girl in a coffin, you know, a little illustration. Let's say I can't find stock to fit my vision. Well, then I drop that vision. I go on to the next idea where if it's a client that needs that cute little vampire girl, I can't just give up. Like I have to keep searching. I need to either drop myself. You know, there's a lot of other things that need to happen. I can't move on to the next idea. Uh, with pre-mades, if I get stuck, I just move on to the next idea and maybe drop that one completely. The other thing, and this is just, I don't know why it's so thrilling for me. I love that my pre-mades are inspiring you the buyer to write something for the most part, I would say 80 to 90% of my pre-mates are purchased pre-story, meaning the cover is informing the story and they're going to write a story to match the cover. That synergy, that like cycle of creativity is thrilling to me, you know? And then if, if, you know, when it gets published, cross fingers that the author completes it and publishes it. And then I get to see generally my title, my concept, their story, climb up the charts. Like that's super thrilling. And I feel a little bit more a part of the creative process that I, that I was a little bit of a spark before that's that just, that warms my heart. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's awesome. And so it's that kind of energy. That's a little bit harder to get with a custom um, because it was, it was the author's idea. It was there, you know, I'm just not, I'm not that big of player in it. I may still make it a fabulous cover that helps sell the book, but it's not my title. It's not my hook. It's not my, you know, um, 
so yeah, I, I do like pre-mades <laughs> and, and you do something. There's a lot of, there's a lot of people out there that make pre-mades, and, but you do something different. You have a title, an original title for every single pre-made. Most places they have two or three titles that they cycle over and over on each book, but yours are all original. For the most part, um, I do not search to make sure it's original on Amazon, but I don't, I try really hard not to repeat my titles on pre-mades. I did last sale and one of the women who bought a pre-made from three years ago that had the same title, she pinged me. She let (laughs) me know that I repeated a title. (laughs) So it was simple enough. I came up with something really quick, changed it out you know, change the preview image. So only a few people even saw it without original title. So I don't, you know, I've, I've designed, I don't, I think I'm at a thousand book covers total. I think I'm like at 800 pre-mades or something. I mean, numbers that high, I can't count. I stopped counting, but after a, like, we're up there, I'm up there, whether it's 500, 800 or a thousand pre-mades that I've designed, it's a lot of titles. It's a lot like I've kind of started to run out of them, but it's a lot to keep track of. So, you know, slip ups like that happen. If an author pings me and lets me know, I'll, I'll substitute something else in there. Like, but I'm not, I'm not going to put heavy pressure on me to like research and go, did I ever use this title before? It's just too many to go through. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Now, if someone comes to you and they want you to create a title, create a cover for them, What are some of the things that they need to bring to you so that you can create something that'll match their book? Sure. So the first most important thing is genre. I have pretty much niched and I am in cozy. Um, So it's generally it's cozy. So if it's just within cozy, I need to know, is it a paranormal cozy? Do we have witches? Do we have magic ghosts? Or is it straight isn't the right word, traditional cozy, non-paranormal cozy. I need to know that because that's going to really inform my color palette. I, I make a lot of color choices based on if something is paranormal or not. Um, tone, is this humorous? Is it not? Is it more serious? Um, this art style, especially since we're dealing with cozy, we've got a couple of different art styles that are really popular in cozy covers right now. And um, that's vector, which is kind of what some people call cartoony, but it has the smooth, clean lines. Um, and can look actually quite sophisticated, uh, especially if you deal with like the 1920s cozies, those are all vectors and they look very sophisticated, but people like calling it cartoony. Um, <laughs> and then we have photo based, especially with animals. And Lou Harper is really a popular cozy designer who does that style. I do it too. We have um, lately, we've been having women, photographs of women with surprised looks on their face and a cake. And that's really popular. So as an author, you need to let me know what style you like, because that, that's a big decision. It's really on personal preference. If you want my insight onto what's popular or what is a best fit for your story, I'm happy to give you that insight, but it, it is really helpful if an author knows what kind of art style they want, because that's hard to change midstream. You know, if I design something in vector and then you decide after the first proofs that you've decided you want a photo based cover, that's really, we're starting over from scratch. Like there is no, 
that's not tweaking. <laughs> so um, title, if you'd like the character on the cover, I'd like to know what that character looks like. And authors skip over this often. They will tell me all about the personality and I will throw a quirky girl on there with a chef's hat or whatever. And then it comes back and goes, oh, no, she's a brunette, not a blonde. I'm like, oh. <laughs> That's a beginning note, not a, not a after the proof note, you know, and sometimes the author doesn't care. Like they haven't d done a defined script description of them. Totally fine. Let them know. Didn't put a description in the book. You've got free range to design whatever chef you want. But if you have, let me know. <laughs> Same with dog breeds, cat breeds. If you have specifically done that the important part is to maybe not get too attached on what it looks like because sometimes it's what stock I can find but if you tell me blonde hair blue eyes if you tell me Siamese cat okay we got it you know um location the location's an important role that's and that's very true with cozies a lot of times it's in you know northeastern bay or charleston south carolina or that's that could inform some of the background choices I make because all those areas look different. The UK looks different than Charleston, looks different than San Francisco, you know? So those, those will inform some of my decisions when designing the cover. Well, let me ask you a question about, uh, do you have any, anything in between? Um, for example, I know what, what I would like <clears throat> from one of your, your pre-maids, which sold, um, so if I said, I want something like that, um, and I trust you to do it, actually, it's more like a custom because you're not actually putting that out there on one of your pre-made sale days. Right, right. So, so do you ever do anything like that? Well, that would be officially a custom order. Mm -hmm. Um, and right now I'm currently booked out for customs, so I'm not taking on new ones, but I you know, what you're mentioning is really great when you're working with a designer is to make sure you like things in their portfolio, whether it's their pre-made store or their portfolio portfolio, mm -hmm. because that really, that helps you pick the right designer. So it's great if you like a few pieces and go, I love this cover you designed for this person. And, and if you can get specific, like I really like the colors in this one, or I really like the typography that really helps us too. If we know what, what you really like, or I just like the overall vibe, but if you can get specific, that helps. The other thing, um, to keep in mind, I'm not going to copy that cover exactly right. because that's their branding. Yeah. And that's, I recommend when you're shopping for cover designs, designers, it's important. You like their style. But it's also important you see a variety of looks and that their covers look branded for that author. And I see a lot of newer cover designers and it concerns me that some of their stuff looks too similar for different authors. And, you know, that's something that I really try to do is to create a unique brand for every series. So it it looks like they belong to each other, but it doesn't look like it belongs to someone else. <laughs> so kind of keep that in mind when you're shopping for a cover designer and looking at their portfolios. Yeah. Well, what about, um, I think we wanted to, to know a little bit about Bella um, because I see that you're, you're putting on your Facebook page um, some 
round covers that are Vela. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and anybody who does not know about Vela, anyone in the audience, uh, Vela is, <laughs> I don't know as much as some people, it is a new uh, episodic um, series. You write, you read series, but in episodes, you read episodes of series mm -hmm. and you pay coins. It's like Radish or Wattpad. Um, there's some other ones out there like this. Mm -hmm. So Amazon is jumping into these serials and a lot of authors are getting ready. They'll be starting sometime in June, I believe. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you are looking at doing this, you need to have 10 episodes up before it goes live, or they've oh. said that they will hide anything that does not have 10 episodes because they want people jumping in and, and reading. Right. And then you want to make sure that you have, um, uh, you, that you, that you either weekly or daily or bi-weekly or whatever, but you always mm -hmm. publish when those readers are expecting it, but there it's not book covers. It's a round graphic without any text on it. So you don't have the title to grab them. Mm -hmm. It's got the image has to grab them. Mm -hmm. So are, are you are you involved in the Vela images? Yeah. So um, I think Vela is really interesting. And I'm just trying to support people that want to be a part of the launch. I don't know if this is something I will continue to to do after. I just kind of wanted to to help those that are feeling that that inspiration and wanting to jump in in the beginning. Um, I'm kind of jumping in on the beginning, too, and we'll see where it all leads. You know, there's a lot of people that are wondering if this is going to be good for cozy authors or not. I mean, it's definitely not going to be good if you don't participate. You know what I mean? If there aren't any cozies there in the beginning, well, then it's definitely probably not going to be good for cozies. However, if there are cozies there in the beginning, you could unlock new readership. You could um, unlock a potentially younger readership. Mystery is universal. How many of us started with Nancy Drew? Mm -hmm. How many of us, right? Exactly. You know, so I, I'm telling cozy authors, and I, I know you guys have a wider audience than cozy authors, but this, this is my specialty. So <laughs> I'm going to speak to what I know, but I'm telling cozy authors, like the way to make it fail is to not participate for cozy, like 100%. So for those who are interested, I'm trying to provide covers. Um, we do not have the titles and titles. If any, I have a little class about cozy covers on my site and I spent half of the, the class talking about cozy titles because one of the reasons we have such a strong variety in art styles and cover styles and even cover quality, to be frank, is because the hook for readers is the title. Well, what do you do when the title isn't there to hook? I mean, it'll be right next to the image, but it, are they going to see it first? We don't, I don't know what a page of Vela options looks like. I have seen an author's page who has multiple stories started and the title's right next to it, but I do not know as a new reader what it looks like when you sign in and say, I'm interested in reading about mysteries, are you just going to see a bunch of dots, like a bunch of circles? We don't know. There's a lot of unknowns. So what I have done is I have really upped the danger aspect of cozy, which means I've integrated a lot more skulls. Or I've also looked at paranormal because I think paranormal will be a big magic is really prominent. So I've tried to take those little things that might be integrated on a typical cozy cover 
Um, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't and have really moved. Like I've got a picnic basket with a crow on top of it. Actually, I think it's a raven with a raven on top of it. So it's like this happy scene, but something's a little off that little bit of raven death, you know? So that's what I'm trying to do is integrate those little off things visually. So, and, and very much in the center, there aren't a lot of details. It's like one one concept, it's immediate, um, relying heavily on the vector uh, style of artwork because that's, that is so popular with cozies. We'll see. We'll see. I just want to support authors who are curious too and want to jump in and want something high quality. I guess this is, the startup is in, in June, right? Which is mm -hmm. pretty close. Yeah, I didn't actually realize it was that soon. So Melissa was giving me information there. <laughs> I think I'm right. I, from what I've been reading, it sounds like sometime in June. Okay. And I thought I still had several months. And then Yeah, someone, I thought you did too. <laughs> some group, I don't know, one of the groups I'm in, they were like, oh, it's June, it's supposed to be June. It's like, okay, okay. they haven't said that on Amazon yet, but yeah, well, and they may that might be kind of a whisper campaign and they may shift that depending on the content. Mm -hmm. So I launched the cover designer directory to help authors find um, designers. And it is interesting when you're trying to launch things with two audiences, you know, and you need the content. So I needed a lot of designers on there before I could invite authors to come take a look. And so I understand that when you're like launching something, Amazon needs to make sure that there are a ton of authors with 10 episodes on there. So they might do a little, this might be a little like rumor thing, June, 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 but it's not published because they want to make sure they've got 10,000 authors with 10 episodes before they officially launch or whatever their metric is at launch because yeah. right. they can't have something empty. Right. They can't no, launch no, an and, empty store. 10 episodes is just a rumor. I mean, it doesn't say that anywhere on Amazon that I'm aware but okay. one of the groups that I was in just a few days ago, they were talking about if you don't have 10, Amazon will hide your story right. until you have 10. Right. That, oh. Right. Right. So these might be whisper campaigns that Amazon's putting out because this is what they're desiring, but they're not publishing it because they don't want to scare people off. Like, but I could see Amazon being very smart and having a few representatives being in these big places and, you know, pss, 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 10 yeah. episodes, June. Pass the uh, pass it on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do any things like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they can back up and go. No, no, it's August. Where did you hear June? That wasn't on our website. Yeah. It's August, and it's five episodes. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they've got. So they what can backtrack it. What about your? It looks like you're. You've got quite a few uh, Vela pre-made. Pretty. You know. Are you going to have a pre-made Vela day? I oh. am this weekend. Yay. So, um, yeah, Saturday or Sunday. I haven't, I haven't picked the time. I will let it know. I'm, I'm preloading them onto my site right now and we'll probably make a decision on the time in the next 24 hours. Um, I wanted to try to have 50. I don't know. There were some, I'm at 37 right now, but as I was reviewing some of my first ones, I'm like, eh, I'm not sure I'm happy with that quality. So I think it dropped to like 32. Well, you know, it, it fluctuates a little bit as I'm doing this, but my goal is to have 50 on this okay, weekend. Well, we will have links in the show notes for all you Yay. authors who need Vela covers. Yeah. Uh, we'll have a link and we'll send them to your website. 
Yeah, you can go to um, the Vela covers will be on the covervault.com. And that's my pre-made site. You can always go to mariahsinclair.com too, which links you to all the good stuff. That's yeah, we'll maybe easier to remember. Yeah, we'll have all those there. And uh, yeah, this is great. And and I I'm, I'm, was really excited to talk to you, especially, like I said, at the start, because covers are so important. There, there was something not too long ago where they talked about they had people looking through something that tracked their eye movements. And they said, mm -hmm. see, how, see the, the description is so important because they spend all the time in the description. Yeah, but they wouldn't get to the description if the cover didn't entice them. So they can say all they want that the cover isn't as important as the description. The cover is the most important thing about your book. It, it is. It is the foundation of your marketing. It is the foundation of your marketing. It is that I really think, I mean, I don't think readers probably want to be referred to as fish. However, the cover is that bait, you know, it, that's what's attracting and you use different bait to fish in different areas to attract different types of fish. And that's where your genres come in. Right. And so just think of it as, as the cover and that's that first sparkle they see, then they dive in the description is without that first part, that first hook, then everything else just kind of falls apart. And that's why I say it's really that foundation. Um, I wouldn't pay for ads with a bad cover. You're just throwing, you know, good money after bad. Um, yeah, it's just that foundation and a faulty foundation isn't going to leave you. I can mix so many analogies right here. I've got fish living in houses with hooks everywhere, but <laughs> yeah. And, and I also want to point out too, and I think I've mentioned this before on the show, do not try to be different. I, I, I run into a lot of first time authors that, and I did it too. Yeah. When I started, I want to be different because my book will be different and it'll, it'll, it'll catch the eye and no, they will put pass, go past it and not look because it does not tick off the boxes for what they want to see and what they mm -hmm. want to read. That's why covers are so important. Yep. yep. Your North Star should be readers know what books they like to read and they know what those covers look like. Yep. It respects the story. It respects the readers. Genre matching is about respect. It's not about selling out. It's not about copycats. It's about respecting readers and respecting your story. Yes, most definitely. Uh, we have <laughs> anything else, Terry? Um, no, I, I, um, I had about 20, 20 questions and uh, <laughs> I think we sort of covered everything and uh, <clears throat> I just I can talk that. a lot, Terry. I'm sorry. No, I know that. No, go, go. <laughs> it's all good stuff. So we wanted you to yeah, just yeah. roll with it. Yeah. Well, when are you are you thinking about just for those people who may not may not be doing Velo, but they they want another pre-made, um, you know, cover day? Are you? Yeah, I'm I'm. I'm hoping maybe for July. I have been creatively blocked since last fall on pre-mades, to be honest. The Vela's have really helped um, lubricate my creativity. So even if none of them sell, they helped me get back into this headspace I needed to get into. So I think I'm ready to make pre-mades again. And I'm hoping to maybe have something. It'd be maybe a little smaller, like 100 covers. If anyone who knows me knows I'm known for like 200 and 300 cover um, releases, it probably won't be that big. It'd probably be something closer to 100. And um, maybe in July, let's aim for July, maybe. 
good. good. I've got something to look forward to. And yeah. yeah, I think we've all sort of been blocked. Uh, we, but don't you feel some hope right now? It seems like things are opening up yeah. and the juices yeah. will flow and, you know, for authors and. Uh, it's been a rough year. Yeah. Yeah. It's it been a rough year. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, tell everybody one more time how they can find you. And if you have a mailing list for when you do new releases. Sure. Um, you can find the best place to connect with all of my places is mariahsinclair.com. And for pre-mades, you'll see a button there that says the shop. It will take you to my pre-made store on a different website and you can sign up for my newsletter right there. And I also have a little video, a 30 minute video you can sign up and watch that talks about cozy covers and cozy titles. If you're interested in learning more about that. Oh, fantastic. I want to thank you both for coming on today and anybody who's interested in covers, uh, Vela or uh, for your cozy mysteries, I will have links in the show notes for everything that we have talked about today. And this has been so great. Thank you Yay. both for coming on my, my 100th show. Yay. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. I'm very excited about that. And uh, all you listeners, thank you for joining us today. And I will, I will be back next week with another great show. And in the meantime, go read a good book. 